Hello, everyone, and welcome to In Her Space. I'm your host, Irene Waite. In Her Space is your source of inspiration for faith and spirituality, health, family, love and relationships, professional development, community, and just life. My desire with this podcast is to create a space for me, for you, for us, to share our perspective, to inspire one another, and to give voice to our experiences. Today, we have in the studio Gina McDonald. She is the founder of Developing Butterflies Big Sister Program. It was established in April 6th of 2016. She has a phenomenal, phenomenal ministry in which she develops young ladies and little sisters to be confident in who they are and to overcome their obstacles. It is such an amazing honor and privilege to have her here to share her story. So we want to welcome to our listening audience, Gina McDonald. Welcome, Gina. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. We have met and we have talked over the phone. And Gina, all I can say is, wow. Right? Thank you. Thank you. So excited to hear what is being done, what is happening in your life. And we just want you to take a little bit of time to share with us who is Gina McDonald and tell us a little bit about developing butterflies. Whew. Besides being a little crazy. No, seriously. <laughs> I'm Gina McDonald. I'm a mother first. Uh, I have a son that's 20. I have a daughter that's 17. She is in her senior year getting ready to graduate from Ponitz. I have a bachelor's degree in applied behavioral science. Just found out today that I am a certified community health worker, so oh, I'm excited wow. about awesome. that. Awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And overall, just a, a woman that's trying to make a difference. Yeah, Trying to make a difference in our community uh, with our little sisters. It's, I mean, it's, it, it, it's all about giving back to our little sisters. So Yes, yes. You know, I was reading over your bio, and you gave some history about, you know, why you started this particular program from your own personal story. So Mm -hmm. would you like to share with our listening audience why was it so important for you to develop a mentoring program for young girls? Sure. To start the program was actually from two different aspects. Um, The first one, yes, was from my own personal experience. Uh, Growing up with... Um, all three of my parents on drugs. Mm-hmm. All three of the women in my life were victims of domestic violence. So I was pretty much already set up, quote unquote, with society to mm-hmm. repeat that cycle. Right. But I had something different in plan. I you know, know it's right. the with my parents being on drugs, that was one issue. You know, with the women in my life being domestic violence, which they are survivors, that was another issue. It 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 put me in a place where it was kind of hard, you know, getting through life. And and let me just say, I did not have a hard life at all. Right. Not at all. If I would have had a mentor, do I think things could have been a little easier, a little different for me? Of course I do. Right. Uh, but growing up, I didn't, I wasn't aware or did not know of any mentoring programs. But I do think it could have made a difference. Yeah. I mean, it could have been an outlet for me in some sense. I did have my sister, who's 11 years older than me. She is, she was, at, she was my outlet. But at the same time, you know, it was only so much I could discuss with her. From the community's perspective, you know, just, I know things change. From when we were younger and the kids today. Don't get me wrong. I I understand that. But just observing how our young ladies are today. 
with social media, with the labels, and I mean, you know, it's just it's just a lot of pressure on our little sisters. Absolutely. So that's one reason to be support and to be an assist or to help with the families, additional help with our families, as well as, you know, I do feel like some of our, unfortunately, some parents have dropped the ball of, you know, taking on some some responsibilities. So any way we could help, that's what we want to be there for. Absolutely. We want to be there for our little sisters because, you know, it's, it's growing up, just again, from when we came up, was hard. Oh yeah. So it again, it's only harder with them today. Absolutely. So it's like you said with social media, mm-hmm. you de- you're dealing with a whole nother beast. Yeah. And and the I don't think a lot of times with younger women they don't understand some of the backlash or the consequences that come from what we put out there or even what we read. Mm-hmm. We have to be careful mm-hmm. what we take in mm-hmm. because it can affect us in so many different ways. And you're absolutely correct, you know, because as adults, we can still fall short to social media, depending on what it is. Right. Um, and then another thing was that I'm really, really big on is self-worth. Right. You know, teaching our, our little sister self-worth because, as you know, as women— we fall short of knowing what our self-worth is. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's the self-confidence. Yeah, we may walk around and think we cute. We walk in a room and think we own in a room. You can't tell us nothing. But then on the inside, we really like, well, um, wow. am I good enough? Mm. Um, am I going to fit in? Um, am I going to say the right thing? Mm. Or, or, I mean, you know, and, and with the young ladies that's coming up, it's more so with the boys. Right. You know, um, does he like me? Mm. Well, why don't he like me? Well, why don't I look like her? Well, why am I not smart like her? Well, why can't I dress like her? I mean, you know, so it's just all about about learning that self-worth, which, yes. is, which is a long journey. Absolutely. It is. It's a long journey. It is a journey. It is a journey. But to have mentors to be able to kind of tell you, it's okay, mm-hmm. you know, be you, mm-hmm. be, it's a, be authentically you, mm-hmm. that can do something for a child that exactly. may be struggling with that, with mm-hmm. that self-identity issue. I think it's amazing. What What's pushing you? Like, what's driving you to keep going on? I can tell you even with some of the things that I'm doing, sometimes life can hit us, right, so hard and it make us want to be like, okay, Ooh. I'm done. <laughs> but Ooh. there's something in you that has to say, I got to keep going. What is that thing for you? Number one, honestly, God. Absolutely. It was, it's was. it been on my heart to always work with youth, say, shape, form, fashion. Mm-hmm. Never knew exactly how, but it was always something about the youth. Because I'm a big kid at heart. And if I could really just go out there and just be a kid and have fun and not be an adult, <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. <laughs> Um, but it is, it's God is God is number one. Yeah. Um, because you're right. It's been plenty of times where I just say, you know, what am I doing? Right. I don't know what I'm doing. Am I really supposed to be doing this? But some way he, he, he presents a door to open. He presents an opportunity, a tap on my shoulder, or even if it's just a push mm. that I'm not expecting, it's always there. Mm. Secondly, just to be able to show when you have a dream, when you want to do something, yes. it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a lot of hard work. 
You know, it's going to take work to get what you want. And like you said, life will hit you. <laughs> oh, don't I know. Yes. Don't I know. I mean, and it's, you know, you just got to figure out the obstacles. And that's from being a little girl to a young adult. Absolutely. You know, it's just all about we got to keep going. Absolutely. You know, we can't allow our allow our obstacles to get us lost, yeah. um, to detours, to stop us. You know, we just got to figure out a way. And, and I mean, again, I say that from being a child to an adult. Yeah. You know, you just got to keep pushing mm-hmm. because if I stop, I'm not only failing myself, disappointing myself, I'm going to fail my community. Absolutely. I'm going to fail my little sisters. Absolutely. Tell us what um, a program, uh, a day is like with um, developing butterflies. What does that program consist of, and what do the young sisters get out of the program? (laughs) It depends on the day. (laughs) Um, We definitely want to have a a good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. because, you know, it's just like school. If you're in school and you're just teaching, 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 lecturing, 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 you know, they're not going to want to participate. So we definitely want to have fun with them. We definitely want to be goofy with them. But at the same time, we want to teach them. We want to give them the opportunity to have a voice and have an opportunity to say how they feel, to, you know, talk about what they're going through. We have a saying, what goes on in DB stays in DB. Now, unless there's some other things going on, yeah, we got to talk to your parents. But what goes on in DB, it stays in DB, and we do try our best to help them through it. But we have different worksheets that we work on, different topics that we talk about um, each month. Each month we do have a different topic that we focus on. Uh, we play games. Every Thursday that we do meet, we do feed them. So we kind of just, you know, let them talk about anything that they need to talk about, which is hard. You know, teenagers, whew. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's hard getting oh, stuff yeah. out of them. Yes. But we have we do have some we do have some little sisters that are, you know, are now comfortable to where they talk about the things and they get the conversation started. Being a support to them, have uh, providing a safe environment for them to come and be themselves, find out who they are. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know, you've said something twice um since we've been recording this podcast. You said it's important to have a voice. And one of the things, even within her space, our platform is to have um, give women an opportunity to share their experiences, to take back the narrative that's out there about us. You know, there's mm-hmm. like you said out here, it's a lot of negative stereotypes, especially with African-American women. Yes. Um, a lot of things in the media. And sometimes we're spoon fed all these different things mm-hmm. that we are. But at some point, we have to get to this place where we have to share our own stories and tell the world who we are. How important it is it for you to have a voice and for your girls to have a voice in this community? Because it's important, right? So what, what would you say to that? To me, it's important because a lot of times... I mean, like you said, you know, to share your story. Yeah. A lot of times we're ashamed of our story. Uh. A lot of times we're ashamed to speak of how we feel because we don't know exactly how somebody's going to feel about us. That's right. So, you know, to be able to have a voice, um, to be able to be heard about how you're feeling is important. Growing up as, um, you know, when we were kids, you know, I couldn't always say the things to my mom. 
And, you know, it's the same way with my kids. They don't feel safe with saying things to me, which mm-hmm. is understandable. Right. You know, I tell my kid, my mother will tell me something. Yeah, go in one ear, right out the other. <laughs> Somebody else tell me. They tell me a different way, but it's like, ow. Hey, that's the same thing my mama just said. Or vice versa with my kids. Somebody else tell them, you know, they receive it different. Um, So for the young ladies or for the little sisters, as I call them, to be able to come in and be able to share how they feel um, lets us know that we're connecting with them and that they will be able to receive our feedback. Um, And, you know, I call it a big sister program because I'm a love on you like a big sister. But I'm also, I'm going to check you like a big sister, too. Right. You know, if you get out of hand, if you're, you know, we just sat here and taught you that or talked to you about you ain't supposed to do X, Y, Z, and you done went to school and did what? Yes. There's that accountability factor. There we go. The account- there we go. I mean, it's necessary. Uh, the accountability is necessary. Sometimes we can find ourselves operating in these silos all on, on our own. and Because even as we, we were talking before, it's so important for us to come together mm-hmm. and, and, and get things done come together as like you said your sister program um you coming together the mentors that are within your sister program it's something powerful about that yes thank you yeah it's something powerful about that okay so gina i wanted to talk to you about something i didn't even know you were going through what you were going through when we talk about life challenges and talking about, you know, sometimes life can just hit us, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to share with our listeners your personal story, more more recently, the personal story of triumph that you went through with, with us. I first want to say God is good. Yes. Please forgive me if I get emotional. September 27th, I had a massive seizure, was out with my cousin celebrating her birthday, and had an episode. I, were having, I was having these episodes prior to where I would get lightheaded and I would get dizzy and I would get hot. Mm. And out celebrating with her, I had one of those episodes. But at 7 o'clock, I had a conference call with developing butterflies. Wow. <laughs> so I got up and I went outside. Uh, conference call didn't go through. Came back in 10, 15 minutes later. That's when I had my seizure. First part I want to say about that is, you know, again, God is good. Because technically I would have been at home with my daughter, who, again, is 17. And, yes, she would have known to call 911, but I'm glad, you know, she wasn't in that position to be traumatized behind that. Secondly, out with my cousins, I was with her and her best friend, whom are both nurses. So I was in good hands. I was in good hands. Um, I was in the hospital for um, two and a half, three weeks, I believe. Seizures were hard to control. Found out that, excuse me, found out that I did have a mass uh, located on the frontal lobe of my brain. I was four point three centimeters. Wow. Um, after the biopsy, I did find out that it was a tumor. Um, I had the, I had eighty to ninety percent of the tumor removed, mm-hmm. uh, December fourth. Wow. Um, so again, God is good. Yes. And you know, here it is, a month and a half later, and I feel great. I'm so, so, so thankful because of the ladies that helped me with the program, kept the program going. Wow. They, you know, didn't hesitate with still meeting on Thursdays and still pushing through with the program. And you know, here I am. Just trying to figure out what is God doing, you know, because mm-hmm. developing butterflies is my baby. I didn't birthed it, and, you know, now I'm just basically just trying to take care of it and raise it, and then, you know, life happens. Yes. Um, so, again, I'm here, yes. you know, and as Billy Ewing says, 
it's life after a tumor. Mm. You know, nothing has, it slowed me down. You know, our God was getting my attention for a reason because it sure set me down and he sure enough slowed me down. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, I didn't miss a beat. Right. I didn't miss a beat. And, again, it's, it's, it's another thing to add to regardless of what we go through. Yes. Regardless of what happens, we still push through. Push through. You know, because, again, after having, after having, you know, that happened, I could have easily stopped. I could have easily stopped. Yes. Um, but um, God has something different oh, for me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, sis. Oh, and yes. he gave me the strength. I pushed through. I'm still pushing through. Yes. Still some difficult times, but, you know, God is good. God is awesome. God is good. Yes, he is. Sis. God I, is good. Thank you, sis. I love you, sis. Thank I love you, so you much. too. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all can't see because we're recording. <laughs> I'm looking at this woman, and I'm thinking, you don't even look like what you been Come on now, boy. <laughs> listen. Listen. Yes. Yes. Oh, I don't. I, you, you, you are so right. You are so right. You are so right. So these tears that you're crying right now, mm, 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 joy, mm, mm. hope, I mean, God's blessings, knowing that you had community, you had sisterhood surrounding you to help keep you going yeah definitely i had an awesome support system wow it's just a wow factor you know how god still wins yes he wins i mean you know it's just a winning season for me it's a it's a winning season for me and and that in itself you know is just a testimony you know for whoever who needs to hear it no matter how hard or how dark things may be you still gonna come out on top you still gonna come out on top again you know three months I found out I had a tumor, and when I first found out, you know, my, my short-term memory was affected. My appetite was affected. It was it was different. My comprehension was affected, and a week after I had the tumor removed, I'm back. Wow. I'm back, and it is. It's an awesome feeling. It's an awesome, awesome, awesome well, feeling, and so I'm just glad. glad that he chose me. Yes, I am. absolutely, I am. absolutely. Now, that's that. those are words of a true survivor. Not why me, but I'm thankful that he chose me. And you know what? Transparency wow. moment. Yeah. I still had I still ask that question. Wow. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the whys. But I still have to say, I'm glad he chose me. There you because go. Because my why is gonna come. Wow. My why is gonna come, but he chose me and I have to walk in that. There you go. There wow. you go. There you go. There you go. Sis, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing because this is so powerful. And I think that a lot of times um, people can look at us and a lot of people don't know. They see the crown, but they don't see the story. And I think about Esther in the Bible because, you know, people didn't realize, you know, they saw the queen. Mm-hmm. But the queen was going through something. She was going through a battle. Somebody was trying to take her out of the game. You know, he was trying to take her out. And But she got her game plan. She got focused. And I preached this sermon back here a while ago, Never Lose Your Crown. Says, thank you for not losing your crown and keeping it moving. Um, You said something that I just, I shared with my little sisters. I think it was last week. Don't be envied or intimidated by the next girl's shoes. You don't know where she's walked, where she's walked to, or where she's walked from. What hill she's ran up or down. 
or what holes she's crawled into or out of to become the young lady woman she is today. The shoes may look good, but it's nothing to clean the shoes up and cover them up with shoe polish if needed to hide how hard her journey is or has been. If that's truly who she is, she could have easily cleaned up those shoes for her to fit in. Moral of the story, only be concerned about your own shoes. You may not be cut to handle her journey, or her journey may be too easy for you, meaning you wouldn't get nothing out of her journey. You have your own journey to prepare for. Your journey will have its own route to take, and you never know what's in store for you. Oof. You heard it. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you haven't been blessed by this, you need to take a nap. It, it, I mean, it's not, that's just it's, our God. It's, it's, it's our God. God. It's, it's our God. God. So God gets the glory in all things. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so thankful. Again, Gina, thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I want to ask you, before we close out, I know that um, there are some things that you are working on. Is there anything that you would like to share with our listening audience about the future of uh, developing butterflies and tell us where they can go to get more information about it? Again, with life, you know, some things have been have been pushed. Some things have been postponed mm-hmm. um so still working on some things for the for 2019 for developing butterflies overall goal is to be able to get a building um, because right now we do meet three thursdays three thursdays out of the month between okay. 6 to 8 p.m at central state west awesome. so we've been blessed with that place uh with that space there um, but we are um where i am working on getting a building where we can operate a little more out of the week you know i just uh, you can we have a facebook page Developing Butterflies Big Sister Program. Uh, we also have a website, www.developingbutterfliesbigsister.com. I would probably say following our Facebook page will be the best right now. Okay. We also have a phone number for anyone who has any questions. It's 937-985-1252. This is a phenomenal program, and it's so needed. I don't think they're... Um, can be too many programs like this like it's it's so necessary um I remember growing up you know as a young lady and some of the things that I went through I went through a lot of things by myself so a lot of times I'll be closed up in the room and people don't understand what's going on with you but sometimes you're dealing with some things and Mm -hmm. you're not able to talk about it but when you have organizations like this that can bring some support into a young woman's life, it can be life-changing. It really can be. And so I think it's just an amazing thing that you all are doing over at Developing Butterflies. The final words um, for today. And I just want you to begin to share with some young lady because we have a a wide range of listeners. We have women. um, We have young ladies that listen in. What would be your words of encouragement to the young lady who's listening in, who's hearing about development butter, uh, developing butterflies, who who heard about the story of Gina McDonald and um, her story of triumph and, and, and really working through, even in, in difficult times, still finding a way to push? What words of encouragement would you give to that young lady? For any little sister and even a woman who, you know, may be going through anything, I definitely, you know, I would love to share my story with them just to give them hope. Yeah. Because it's all about hope and knowing that because everybody has a story. Everybody comes from somewhere. Knowing that, you know, regardless if my story look like yours or your story look like mine, it's a way to keep pushing and to keep going. Yeah. 
some time ago I created a a motto for myself and it is be a product of your decisions and not your environment. Wow. Um, because it's all about what you create. Growing up, I always thought I was going to be a teacher. That's what I wanted to do. And I always found myself with my grandmother. She had a typewriter. Don't know, you know, they don't know nothing about that typewriter. <laughs> I <have> what? <laughs> uh, but I would always be typing. So I knew it was like a teacher. And then I had this this um, vision that I wanted to be in this office carrying this briefcase. And it was like, okay, well, that's what I grew up wanting to do. And I got away from that. But you know, God has his way of working things out because here I am teaching, not in no classroom, not in no school, not with, you know, Dayton Public or anybody else's um, school district's academics. I'm teaching with my academics, teaching something different for life. I'm not carrying a briefcase, but I'm carrying a bag that's got my business stuff in it. Yeah. So it's all about, you know, for our little sisters to Really focus on what they like doing as a child. Yes. And some of them may not know. But it's all about, you know, just, just finding out, uh, exploring. It's all about exploring what you think you may want to do. Yes. Um, and I'm going to even say, because my, men, my uh, role model is Michelle Obama. Girl, yes. She, you know, she she classy, she she uh, educated, she down to earth. You know, she don't I, Michelle Obama, that's my role model. <laughs> yeah, I want to be like her when I grow up. <laughs> you know, so even if it's just finding that positive role model, yes. it could even be as somebody as their mother yes. um, to say, you know, I like what she do. I like how she carry herself. You know, we have how many, how many, um, Young ladies or daughters, little sisters, do we have where their parent, their mothers are nurses and they followed in the footsteps of their mother? Yes. So it, it's all about finding that positive role model, but more importantly, it's about creating who you want to be. Wow. You don't have to stay in the box. Mm. You don't have to stay in the box and be, you know, this or be that. It's all about creating who you want to be. Yeah. You know, and, and again, it takes time to figure that out. It it's does. not something that's going to happen overnight because, right. again, I wanted to be a teacher. But then again, I thought I was going to be a secretary walking <laughs> in somebody's business with a briefcase typing, typing letters. And here I am still, again, I'm teaching. I'm typing letters, my own letters. Yeah. I'm carrying a bag that has my work in it. So everything that I that I created as a child, I'm bringing it forth. Absolutely, it's amazing. <laughs> that's it's phenomenal, and and that's I think that's what we have to understand. And I think a lot of times some people think that they can't make moves until everything is perfect. No. But now if we did that, nobody there will be no movement. Because there's no one who's perfect, for one. Let's start with that. And then number two, somebody needs your gift and your talents. And you have to find your, like you said, your individual way of mm -hmm. delivering the gift that mm -hmm. God is giving you mm -hmm. to, to be a blessing to your community. It's time out for just chilling. Like, we got to get busy. Because our, our families and our children are depending on it. And, you know, it's funny that you say, you know, we, we try to wait until it's the right time. Mm -hmm. The right time is never going to be the right time. Um, the right time is now. How about right. that? There you go. That, exactly. Exactly. Because when God gives you something, 
He going to push you. He going to push you. He going to push you. He going to keep giving it to you. He going to keep giving it to you to eventually where you're going to have to do it. And that's exactly what I did with Developing Butterflies. Mm -hmm. God knows I stepped out on faith Mm -hmm. when I did Developing Butterflies, not knowing anything about building a business, not knowing anything about what I was supposed to do with a nonprofit. But what I done up until I started in 2016, here it is, 2019, we're working on our third session. I created it to what I, I... thought it it at least should look like up until now because if I was a little sister what would I want to come to when it comes to being in a mentoring program wow so again like you said you know it's just all about stepping out on faith taking what you have and making it work making it do what it do and you know like like we're talking now connecting with other women men whoever it is yeah you know we talked about that earlier positioning yourself yes and that's what it's all about that's exactly what it's all about just making it what it is and taking what you have and run or even if you got to crawl with it yes just make it work absolutely make it work Mm -hmm. make it work I'm so, so glad to have you on this podcast. Um, Gina, you have been such a blessing. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for these words of encouragement. I think it can, it it relates across, um, you know, across the board for so many of us, especially, I believe it's hard for mothers um, and busy moms because, you know, sometimes we can get bogged down with a lot of things. And we leave ourselves out of the process. But I believe we do our children a disservice when we don't pursue the giftings and the talents that's within us because actually it's influencing them in a powerful way. Because yes, if they ma'am. see you doing it, yes, ma'am. you're telling them they can do it yes, too. Yes, ma'am. I believe yes, ma'am. that. I firmly believe yes, that. Yes, ma'am. Wow. And one last thing, and I'm sorry. Oh, absolutely. A no. part that I forgot about myself. Um, I'm also a full-time employee. Again, you know, I just became a certified community health worker, which is what I do for my 9 to 5. Which, again, you know, all I can say is God is good. Yes. Because being a community health worker, I have the opportunity to get paid to do what I do on my volunteer time. Being a community health worker, I work with uh, women that's pregnant in post uh, postpartum care for two years. Being able to encourage them, being able to connect them with different resources in the community, being able to advocate for them. So I'm just thankful. Yes. I'm thankful all the way around for the opportunity that I have and for the way God is using me. And I know God has a lot more in store for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cause, and it's so needed right now, especially a lot of people don't realize and um, why it's so important for to have community health workers because I don't even think people are aware of, like, the infant mortality rate. That's people what I do. Not, okay. <laughs> people are not aware of uh-huh. health disparities and people are not aware of economic disparities and the food, the lack of food resources here. And all of this is affecting the Dayton area yep. and where we're living, where our children go to school. And I think sometimes because we're such... We're living in it, mm-hmm. looking from, I mean, we don't have the chance to look from the outside in. Right. So we're surviving. <laughs> we're making it. But Ooh. we but we want to get past just, just a little bit more than surviving. Let's thrive. But that means we got to come together and get out here and have people like Gina, who's a newly um, community health worker, and then all uh, these other uh, awesome community workers um, who are doing great things to lift up our community. We we need it. It's necessary, right? It is. It's, so it's necessary. Because like you said, everybody is in survival mode. And, it, it you know, it's good that you say that because I talk about that a lot. Wow. Especially with our youth. Yeah. Um, going down to the uh, juvenile detention center, um, 
that's one of the conversations that we do have. Mm. So you're yeah. you're absolutely correct. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. But you know, we're surviving though. We yeah, we, we are, are survivors we are. and there's definitely more to come as we continue to build up our community. So I'm so excited. Gina McDonald, thank you. Thank you so much. Um if you could share one more time where our listeners can find out information about developing butterflies. Yes. Um, again, we do have a Facebook page, Developing Butterflies Big Sister. Uh, we also have um, our website, which is developingbutterfliesbigsisterprogram.com. And our telephone number is 937-58, or excuse me, 937-985-1252. All right. Now, you heard it. <laughs> I need you to check her out. Um, check out Gina McDonald, her organization, Developing Butterflies Big uh, Sister Program. It is such an amazing, phenomenal program that is impacting the lives of our young women in our community. We have to get behind and support one another. So make sure you do that today. We are so thankful that you have listened in to In Her Space. For more information about Gina McDonald and her um, her program, go to www.inherspace.com. You'll see this podcast along with her bio listed there and a link to her website. And also, if you are listening in for the first time, we are listed on Blog Talk Radio and on iTunes, so you can subscribe today. We are so thankful to our listening audience. For those of you who are supporting us, continue to lift us up as we move into 2019. We are so thankful for all the amazing guests that we have had in the past, and we're looking forward to all the new ones that we will have in the future. I just want to say, Irene, I thank you for allowing me to have this platform. I think what you're doing is an awesome project that you're doing. And I, you know, I look forward to you growing and seeing, you know, how it how it takes out for you. Thank um, you, sis. I, I, Again, thank I thank you. you. And I think you're doing an awesome job as well. Thank you, sis. I'm, man, I'm mm-hmm. glad I stopped for that. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, I hear the song that says encourage yourself, but sometimes you need to hear a sister say, it's okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you, sis. You, you're doing an amazing job, too. And I'm so thankful and so honored for everyone that has come on. Because to really, to be honest, what I have found for people to open up and share is a blessing. Because yes. you don't have to, but you do. So I appreciate that. So we're going to keep on doing this thing. And we're going to keep doing it for our community. We're going to do it big. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful um, and like I said, thank you so much for listening in. Check us out, www.inherspace.com. And until next time, you all be blessed.